Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because we really needed to have this place to, you know, talk about stuff that wasn't that fun. Or at least it was fun to us. Part of this is to follow through with the old adage, sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble all over the place. S-H-U-J-I-N. You can find me here. And every once in a while, you'll find me over on Jake Far Wharton's show, which I recorded a couple of shows recently. So uh, be, be listening for that. Was Jake Far Wharton there? He was, fortunately. And uh, it's a good thing, too. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to record anything. Let me introduce you to everybody, because... Um, there's there's been a there's been a slight change to the lineup. Back in act, he is back, back again. <laughs> again. <laughs> back. Hello, friend. Welcome back, Dallin. Hello, from my brand new accommodation slash studio, which still isn't quite completely fixed up yet. I'm still picking up a hell of an echo here, at least in my head. Yeah, just a little bit, but that's okay. It sounds actually. Looks I think like you moved the chair five feet to the left. <laughs> He, it's it's a lot more than five feet from the last time that we saw him. Actually, I'm I'm looking over in the corner over there, but over over your left left shoulder. Yeah, yep. you've got uh, somebody what? Um, left shoulder, your other left, the one over this. You've got somebody that's watching over your shoulder. There, it looks like. Looks like a stormtrooper. Oh, that thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got uh, some of my little decorations that were actually out in the living room of the old place are now decorating what's behind me here. Well, you so. know, if you let EA sh- see that, they might give you one of the new skins and battlefronts. Wow. Um, yeah. um, <laughs> I have to. I, I have to buy the game first, and I'm still not convinced that I'm going to. <laughs> I haven't given EA money in. I can't remember how long. Let's keep it that way. EA does kind of suck. Yeah. So Dallin, welcome back. It's nice to nice to have you back. And as a reminder for folks, yes, this was voluntary. He was moving house. It's not like, you know, this was involuntary like the last hiatus. Yeah, th- this did not end up with a trip to the hospital, although my legs probably told me I should have uh, after the move. But um, that's just because when you're one person having to move a lot of stuff and you happen to have a love of books... <laughs> and you live in a basement. Yeah. It, it gets kind of physical. Like, uh, honestly, the the last few boxes that moved from the truck to my new place. Uh, thankfully, my niece and her boyfriend were able to help with that. Um, I pulled one of the boxes from the hallway into the place. And I couldn't get it more than maybe a foot or two before I had to put it down. And I thought to myself, you have too many books. How, well, it, well, I knew they were my books, but my, the other question was, how in the hell did I get these up a flight of stairs and out to a truck the first time? And it, it was just, I was, it was muscle exhaustion. Well, you didn't bribe friends to do it for you with pizza and beer like everybody else? Hmm. <laughs> Unfortunately, when you have to move in the middle of the week, it's a little um, inconvenient for a lot of people. Lots of beer? Uh, as it was, the people that did come to help didn't come until like around six o'clock or so when I was about, uh, half done the truck. Um, the funny thing was my old landlord showed up to help. <laughs> Your landlord couldn't wait for you to get out. Huh? Yeah, Actually, no, he, uh, get out of here. no, he, uh, I was there when he was bringing in some of the new tenants, uh, potential tenants. 
And there was one guy, he came into my old office area and he saw, you know, I had the, the mic up in the corner for when I was doing stand-up podcasting. Uh, he saw, you know, this guy here all nice and set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sound panels I had, which I actually have to put a couple behind me here pretty soon. And he looks at me and he goes, dude, are, are you like a musician? <laughs> and, okay, okay. My first thought was, do you see a guitar around here, you freaking idiot? Well, everything <laughs> might be packed. No? Well, yeah, or you know, I, I could be, you know, like Clayton from Cell Dweller and everything's on a computer. Um you know, maybe you play the pickle pick or, like, or something. Yeah. I was gonna but, say, or you could be a musician with air quotes like Skrillex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kid who knows My, how to press a spaceball. Yeah, but the thing is, um, after the guy left, uh the landlord turned to me and he says, Um, was that guy on drugs? <laughs> Now, Not right like, then and there, probably. Well, like I've been a tenant of this. I've been a tenant of this guy for like three years, so you know he knows that I, I wasn't a very intrusive kind of guy. You know, I kept my nose clean. I kept the noise down. Um, you know, tried to be a good guy, and I, I think he was a little bit um, nervous about having to get a, get a new tenant. Yeah. But uh, one thing he did say though is that now that our relationship no longer had to be professional because landlord tenant. You know, he had no problem coming to help. He, him, and his wife want to stop by and maybe bring a little housewarming gift. And they're good people. Like it's so funny. Their kid um, now he's just under three years old. I should know because she was pregnant when I moved in. Um, That's the story, and we're sticking to it. (laughs) He knows me. So, and and it used to be, it used to be like if. if his dad was like too noisy upstairs at late at night, he'd be like, no, 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 he's sleeping. He'd say. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I, I'm like, you know, it, it was kind of like, it was sort of a warm, fuzzy type feeling, you know, but um, yeah, it was, it was tough to leave because they were good people. But at the same time, it, um, this was an opportunity I really couldn't pass up. Yeah, for sure. So now I've got it. Um, let the bills pile in, you know, Let's- <laughs> fair enough. And of course in, in, in series, just like I told you before, man, it's good to have you back. And I'm again, I'm very glad, very happy and very proud for you. Well, just uh, glad it's done. Now we get down to, you know, the rest of the rest of my life type of thing. It's yeah. ominous. <laughs> At least you got done before the first snowfall. Speaking of snowfall, just North of me. Barely. <laughs> Outside of Toronto. Good morning, Heretic Woman. Good morning. No, we have we had some. It stayed for like three days and it's gone. And I hope it never comes back. Well, send it yeah. to me. Send it to me. We'll work on That's that. We'll work on fine. that. Fine. That's fine. And, and you know how much snow sells for down here? I don't care. You can have um, it for free. I man. think it's the wrong kind of snow tech. I, I think you're thinking yeah. of another particular type of snow. <laughs> Actually, it sells a lot if you're, you know, a senator's aide, perhaps. I don't know. I'm just thinking mm-hmm. out loud over here. But, uh, again, yeah. wrong snow, folks. Yeah, uh, not entirely. <laughs> Come on, no, none of you have seen Better Off Dead. Yes. Okay. It, it's, so when Curtis I Armstrong's character go, takes a straw on the side of a mountain and he's like snorting in, he's like, "It's pure snow." Mm. Yeah. Do that later. So, but I was going to say, um, and yes, I do have a bizarrely red colored eye. It's a long story, but nothing. She's to worry possessed. About. 
You're better than that. All the Christians are going, see, she's the devil. No, no, no. Look, the short answer is she tried to get a tattoo. It didn't work. So all you kids, shut up. Oh, I ain't that dumb. I I saw that chick. (laughs) I have seen pictures of people getting tattoos on their eye. And all I can think to myself is this is about as dumb as, well, dumb. There's no other. Mm -hmm. It's dumb. I want a set of contacts that will do two things for me. One, make my eyes look like those of the elusive man from Mass Effect because that would be freaking cool. But at the same time, those contacts better give me that altered reality effect. You know, basically a personal heads-up display, all that kind of stuff. Well, we have the contact lenses, uh, the cosmetic contact lenses that can cover the whole eye or cover just part of the eye. Yeah, yeah. 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 And they tell you, you know... If you're wearing the ones that felt the whole eye, first off, don't be doing anything that's vision intensive, like driving, things like that. You know, common sense here, um, mm-hmm. because, you know, depending on how you react to them, don't wear them for long periods of time, I, again, because they affect the eye, things like that, and that they're not corrective lenses, you know? Yeah. And as for augmentation, it's it's coming, man. It's yeah. coming. Trip, Trippin says people pay big money for red contacts. So I'm like, or you could go to your optometrist and get a needle jab in your eye and get it for that. Or, you know, you wait until uh, next month. I'll be up there. I'll be more than happy to bring a Louisville slugger and we'll take it from there. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want a purple face to go with the red. <laughs> de- 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 details, details, details. Speaking, <laughs> of, speaking of the medical side of everything, from the Midwest, the U.S., good evening, Bridget. Good evening. Nice to see both of your eyes are working over there. <laughs> as far as we know yeah, yeah my eyes are working i'm not quite functioning yet because i just uh woke up but yeah my eyes are fine well good that's good and of course as we know for well from just outside of why the f- mental edit mental edit and clean edit point and from outside of why the hell does he still have a job and uh thank you for saying that you would actually uh push against an illegal nuke order Unrenowned Tech, good morning. After all that shit, how is it good anymore? Thanks a lot. You know, do you know how much focus, time, and energy it takes to forget how close I live to that level of batshit insanity? Hi, folks. To keep to keep the, to show the Halil and kosher, I'm eating uh, uh, salt and vinegar pork rinds tonight. That's wonderful. And as far as to, do I have any idea how much insanity you know? I've, dude, do you know how many years I worked tech support solely tech support at an, a dial-up ISP when oh, Windows three one one was still a thing, dude? When I was still trying to figure out how to do the the TCP ISP stack on my Amiga two thousand. We both are members of Tech Comedy. We have yes. both heard each other's sorrows. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. For those of you that don't know, or those of you that might be oh, uh, from painful. tech comedy, oh god, you you don't know the long and short of it all. But for those of you that might have been from tech comedy once upon a time ago, get out now. And I'm thinking about getting back into it. I, I'm just saying they got the forums up. Yep. Now we need the main site up. Yeah. Such is what it is. But anyway. Come on, Hawk. 
as always, everybody, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, for those of you that are wondering, yes, I'm drinking. Well, uh, this is this is the second cup of coffee, which is actually refilling my main cup of coffee because I brought back the Betty Boop because it's been too long and I miss Betty. She makes my lips wet. So thank you for the folks that are over here on the uh, chatting <laughs> section. I don't know where you are anymore. I don't care. You're over I know how to destroy my, my mom's childhood. <laughs> so Devin, Trippin, Stephanie, good to see you guys. Hello. Thank you. And uh, yes, just to prove that I'm not talking out of my keister, there's my Betty. Yeah. One of five women I said I would leave my wife for. <laughs> I'm drinking coffee. Water and what looks like water, and I'm going to leave that one at that. You see, I, I I'm, I'm playing the haha privilege card because, um, well, it, it's empty now. I'm, I'll probably have to go get a refill. But uh, uh, this thing has ice in it, and it was full of water that I got from my fridge without having to open it. Nice. Got a water dispenser. In oh the hell yes, I got a water dispenser. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the club, Dallin. <laughs> it, it has been. Honestly, God, anytime I went house hunting, it was like, okay, th this place comes with appliances. Let's take a look at the fridge. Yeah, well, it doesn't yeah. have a lot of freezer space. Does it have a water dispenser? Well, yeah, okay, fine, good enough. Um, yeah, it's, uh, again, just, you know, one of those things that I just, I, I laugh a little bit every time I get them. Well, we don't have a water dispenser, but I do have a water cooler with, like, actual chilled water on both floors. Oh. So... Very nice. And, and this one has a little fridge underneath too. Excellent. Yeah. If if I didn't if I didn't have the thing I had, I probably would have gotten one of those anyway because I, I do like me the ice cold water, even though it's freaking cold out. Yep. Yeah, I gotta have the cold water, and I'm I'm drinking out of the really cool free giant water. Yes, I got this. Week. Heard about that? Congratulations. It could I be worse. She could be drinking out of a giant pink dick. <laughs> I or yellow or, or blue one, because because I have the match set now, Dallin. Was that that was not me? No, it wasn't me either. And uh, Dallin, I I I tinkered with your uh, with your audio because all of a sudden you were a little bit louder than normal. Just hmm. wanted to, just wanted you to know, yeah that that was that was me. Okay. I know you probably get the little notification on your screen. Sorry. Yeah. No. I mean, hey, I I don't want to end up blowing somebody's ears out. <laughs> yeah, and the less the less that you have to edit later, the better. Yes. That's the truth. <laughs> Indeed. So I'm a little so bit of Michael management. I, side, I yeah. got my I got my live streaming speaker fixed this week, so I actually don't have to do any post editing in my show now. Yay! Congratulations. Yay. Thank you. Yep. Oh, and uh, item last, just before we get uh, get rolling over here, Dallin. Um, mm. Look at the bright side. The refrigerator that you got has a spout out the front congratulations but you know you, you you didn't get one that's got you know the big screen on the other side of everything so you know why would i need an internet fridge <laughs> i have still yet to figure out the utility of that there, there, there are with every technology, you know, for well, there is a new usage for it. And like with everything else, we know for well that technology is pushed by porn. So I'm really trying to figure this one out. Why the hell they would have added a giant smartphone dis display to the, you know, in, in the key. So you know where it's I'm going. It's really with this, simple, Sujin. Yeah. 
cucumbers. What? You were saying you know, that most technology is driven by porn. No, I, I, I got it. Uh, I got it. We, yeah, we got, we got it. We got it. I'm just going to go ahead and leave my hat on, and some people are going to get that reference. Some of you are going to have to watch a movie and try to figure that one out. That's okay. I leave my boots on. <laughs> you, you are one that didn't get the reference. That's good. That's fine by me. Anyway. No, I do get the reference. Oh, good. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have to. Uh, the last night, uh, Dallin, you missed it. Last night, uh, we we for whatever reason we got onto mentioning about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, and and Gilbert Gottfried re- reading it, and I I just grabbed my hat over here and just. It was a wonderful time I had with it. <laughs> I couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. No, I really shouldn't do this. Oh. And the sad part of it is that actually sounded a hell of a lot better than I wanted it to. Yeah, I, I've pulled oh. that particular audio file out a couple of times uh, for people who just wouldn't leave it alone. You know, I, like no, it's like no, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. All right, you forced my hand, and then they ask me afterwards, like, why did you do that? I tried to warn you, but did you listen? No, 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 no you didn't. You fool! Some people get oh that reference too. That's gosh. another one. We, we, anyway. we could have different no. voices. Bob, Cat, Goldplate, no. and yes. Sam Kinison. Bob, Cat, Goldplate. Oh my gosh! And, and Sam Kinison mm-hmm. reading, helping to assist in reading Fifty Shades of Grey for different voices. Oh, oh yeah. I would. I would. Yeah. Sam Kinison as the woman. Oh, oh. <laughs> Personally, I would have loved to have heard Sam Kennison read the Quran. Oh, <laughs> oh good shit. lord. Yeah, every oh, time it got to the death part, he'd be like, um, his his volume would just go boom. Yep. <laughs> the term we're looking for is clipping, but that's a whole other thing. Let me By the way, yeah. I did not know that the chat has a, a Vulcan emoji. Oh yeah, that's, tripping. That's that that's pretty damn cool. Yep. Just for you, tripping. And yeah. I, can, I can do, I can do both hands. Yeah, I but can you can you do can you do them like this though? Because that's that's, you know, it's no. one of those things as a string player. You learned how to do you know the whole inside out thing. And, why would I? Yeah, but why would I do that? Because this does me live long and prosper and nanu nanu. <laughs> oh, shazbut. Live long yeah. and prosper. Live long and piss higher. <laughs> This one's easy. Let, let me go ahead and just get the five minute freestyle rolling. <laughs> yeah, let's let's, let's get rolling here. Okay, so uh, yeah, with uh, five minutes on the clock, your freestyle starts right now. Abortion. Okay, so I actually got this really great argument about abortion from Tiny Tribble, who apparently, in the great scheme of things, decided that hey, stealing from somebody else is uh, is okay, right? Well, you know, um. Yes, but only if you steal from the best. I don't know who we stole this from, but this is good. The argument about abortion is that you are you are killing a viable life because uh, because murder, even though it's a collection of cells that I don't know don't even fit on a smart card. Little little mini. Anyway, you, you know where I'm going with this. So the question became. Where do you draw the line? And 
then it became very interesting because the argument goes like this. If it's a matter of implanting a fertilized egg, allowing it to gestate for a while, and then removing it, that is the killing of a life. Let's change this around a little bit. If you plant an apple seed and leave it in the ground, maybe a, maybe a week, and then you dig it back up again, have you killed a tree? Most of us would go ahead and say, no, that's stupid, but this doesn't even equate because, I mean, you're talking about the difference between humans and, and well, non-sentient life, plants. Yeah, so where's the difference? It's the same damn thing. If the seed could gestate into a viable life form, but then you remove it from where it's been implanted, literally planted into the ground, and prevent it from becoming a tree... Is that the same thing? It follows all the same pieces. You have a fertilized, ready-to-go piece. It's ready to go. Granted, it's it's a little bit bigger because, you know, the seeds are a little bit bigger than cells. So what's the difference? Now, you could go ahead and you could mention, well, there's, you know, that, that whole viability thing out in the out in the open. You know, anything could happen to it. It could, uh, it could get uh, zapped by lightning. It could get uh, chewed on by mice. Uh, anything could happen to it. It could get stepped on and, and just not be able to. Okay, yeah. That could happen. But then again, it might not. So you're still left with the same problem. With all things being equal, if you've got a viable life form, potentially, and you remove it from where it's supposed to be, is that the murder of that life form? Would you consider an apple seed an apple tree? I'm guessing you're probably going to say no, because, I mean, why would you? Why would you consider a collection of cells, a small collection of cells, a life form all unto itself? Because if it just suddenly was no longer there, it's no longer there. Now, who gets to choose is the big problem. That's where all this brouhaha comes up with over here since 1973 and before here in the United States, because, oh, it, it's, it's all about giving life. No, 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 it's not. Because if you were concerned about life, you would completely stop funding for cancer research. Cancer is a life form. It's a mutated life form, but it's a form of life. It's a collection of cells all unto itself. Just because it doesn't have sentience doesn't change a damn thing, does it? You want that out of the body. Well, who put it there? Mm, well, the body kind of did that all on its own, didn't it? Okay, so what's the difference with implanting an egg for pregnancy? Well, you needed two people to do that. Ah, now we come down to the big question now, don't we? Is it because a man had to be involved at this point? Is that it? Is it because man doesn't get to choose on this one? Because 
we're getting closer and closer, technologically speaking, to being able to have pregnancies without needing a woman to have to contribute most of a year of her body's time. What's going to be your argument at that point? In the meantime, how about I just go ahead and plant this tree, and then once you guys finally come back, we'll sit under it, have some shade, and we'll discuss the question like civilized people. This is episode 188 on the docket, Your Honor. Read the frickin' manual. Only I didn't say frickin'. We've heard too many damn times. The holy book is the reason for why things are being done. And well, now we've got one of the most disturbing, dare I say disgusting, um, apologetics in relation to uh, one Mr. Roy Moore, past Judge yeah. Roy Moore, hmm. who is looking to be a federal level uh, elected official, Roy Moore who has been disgraced and disbarred and kicked out of office three times, Roy Moore, because he, he can't separate. For a little while he was, yep. Oh, geez. Yep. He was, uh, he was, uh, he was so, he was so censured that while he was still in office this last time, they basically said, uh, yeah, you can, uh, you can keep your position, but we're not paying you anymore, but you can still come in and sit in the office and um we're uh, we're not going to give you any duties and you're not going to have any responsibilities and you're not going to uh draw a paycheck but if 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 you want to hold the the title you know that's perfectly fine you'll be required to show up of course because well you know you still work here until you decide to quit hmm. so that was a nice way of putting the shaft to him <clears throat> so, so the apologetic uh, as, as you've read in the, in the show description, well, if I was in my thirties and she was 14 ish, well, what would be wrong with that? Because Joseph was in his thirties and Mary was 14 ish. So what's wrong with that? And we know full well, Christianity and, and Judaism and Islam are not the only ones that have stuff like this because we know full well, Islam has got some stuff very, very specifically about this, but We'll kind of come around to some of these before we get rolling. Eric woman, I have, uh, I, I've not found anything recently on Reef Badawi other than just general stuff where he's being mentioned about. Yeah, no, nothing I specific yet. Nope. Yeah. Which uh, again, I keep reminding you guys is much more the norm than not at this phase. So we will see what happens. But in the meantime, as of the recording of tonight's show, this now marks five years, five months, three days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our thoughts and our hopes are still with you and your family. We're hoping for you, man. So, yeah, Roy Moore. Um, Roy Moore, you know what? This is going to sound like it's a, a kind of a little bit of a sidebar, but... Um, uh, I've had somebody who had asked the the possibility of doing a show about Scientology. And one of the things that, you know, kind of scares folks about doing it is that uh, the Church of Scientology has a very uh, litigious history, shall we say. Not anymore. Oh, oh that's news to me. 
I've done five shows about it with three different ex-Scientologists and not heard boo from them. Okay. Okay. Most, most likely because you're not making money off of it. Well, wow. not necessarily, no. I mean, there are people that... The the people that appear in Leah Remini's show are not paid for their appearances, despite what the church likes to say. They have time and time again said, absolutely not, we've done this of our own volition because we want our stories told. So, and every single one of them, the second that they even hear that they're appearing on the show, they have multiple web domains registered in under variations of their name that all point to um, a hate site of false information about them. Yep. So that that's their their gameplay now. They don't they don't tend to sue individuals. Uh, because what they used to do was they had all of the um, Scientology material was copyrighted. And so if anybody shared the quote sacred um, material, like the Xenu crap, um, they would come and say, oh, you violated the copyright. But it's everywhere on the Internet now. They've there's yeah, they they there's no way they could contain that any longer. So now they they do what they call fair gaming people who speak out against the church. You know, that's a really good point is that uh the biggest threat to religion technology-wise is the internet. Yep. All over the world. Yep. So the reason why I uh, I kind of sidebarred for that one was uh, like I said, you know, there there is this whole litigious thing and yeah, that that fear is out there for a lot of folks, myself included, because you know, okay, I've never dealt with it directly, so you know, I don't know. So uh, I'm going to go out on a limb, and uh, I will go ahead and put us into the crosshairs to uh, to just a little bit. Roy Moore is a bigoted fuck. <laughs> Roy Moore is a theological brute. Roy Moore is the person that should never be invited to dinner. Especially if you have children. Yeah. You know what? Worse. Roy Moore is someone who would have been on the front lines of the Civil War, on the losing side. And by the losing side, I mean the South. The bigoted, hate-filled guys. The ones, he would have been the guy over there with the fire hoses trying to douse down all of the black protesters back when civil rights was still a, we want this to be done, thank you very much, no, we're not going to attack you first. He would be the first one dumping a malted milkshake on somebody that was sitting down at a whites-only counter. Oh, yeah. And then defend himself. And then defend himself in court because he's just that much of a dick. Or kick the guy that drank at the weights only fountain or something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Roy Moore has shown himself to be, uh, well, let's, let's face it. He's a dick. Mm -hmm. Pure and simple. There is no other way of wording it. He is an opinionated theocratic dick. He has time and time and time again, been disbarred, taken from office, uh, you know, he he went against the you know the the highest federal court in the United States uh, with one of the 
with one of the arguments being, well, they were only deciding the gay marriage thing for that section of the country over there, not for the whole country, because that's where the suit came up from. Completely bypassing the whole, they're the highest court in the freaking land. They say it, it's law. They make the decision. And you can't go against that because, um, remember that oath that you said to uphold the Constitution? They're the ones who tell you what the freaking Constitution means. You dick. Yeah. But if they tell you what the Constitution means and it's not what you wanted to hear, then they're activist judges that are acting outside their jurisdiction. Bingo. Because that is what the people who tried to or who elected him, that's what they want to hear. Mm -hmm. yep. he's, he's desperately trying to hold on to a position that he was elected to and the people who put him there want him to have that or they yep. expect it of him, even though it goes against, like you said, the constitution, the, the very thing the country's based on, he's going against it because that's what his, the, that's what the people who elect him and that's what they want. That's what they want to hear. That's, that's There's the warm a lot fuzzy. Of bigots and racists and just people who have either they have had something happen in their life where that made them feel like a particular group of people are responsible. They might have been brought up to think that way and was just never uh, educated out of that kind of thinking. Um, there's several different really good reasons why somebody might be a, a racist or a bigot. But the problem is, is that in today's world with the internet, once again, while it's a problem for religion, it's also a problem for facts, for evidence. And um, what was it? I forget which group who did it. They came up with a way to take, if you had enough stock video footage of somebody, they could actually recreate that person's face and head and put type in words and have that face make the proper facial expressions for those words so that you could see a video of somebody saying something they never said. Mm -hmm. That's in our future. You know what? We don't even get, we don't even need to get to that part. I so what saw. I'm saying is, is it's getting harder and harder and harder to be able to filter those things out and it's going to get harder, which is why it's more important now than ever to go, listen, you just said something that was really, really mean, nasty, and downright hateful. We need to have a talk. Yeah. Now see, this is, this is why I'm saying, no, I got, I got you. But a little while before I, uh, uh, before I got us uh, rolling over here, uh, I was looking up some, uh, some news articles uh, courtesy of, you know, the whole uh, Google news thing. And there is one article. I, I have to try to relocate it again because I didn't think to catch it for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, someone who there is one person, uh, one elected official, I believe uh, could be a mayor in Arizona who basically said, no way, no how uh, I'm a Republican. And if there is a Republican vote uh, to vote against compared to Roy Moore, if I were there and voting, 
I'd be voting for the Democrat. Screw, screw the Republican ticket because uh, you, we can't do this. But there is somebody else who is also in Alabama, I believe, a woman who I believe is a mayor of a town who said mm-hmm. effectively, and, and I'm paraphrasing quite heavily because, like I said, I just saw it briefly. And it just, I didn't think to keep it. Yes, I believe these women, I believe their story is true. But I'm still voting for Roy Moore because we need a Republican to vote for Republican issues, for Republican line items, and we need to have that person in there no matter what. You, dear woman, have completely lost all credibility as being a human being. Okay, the woman's name in question, I will send you the links that I'm using right now. Oh, you Uh, find it? What the? Oh, sorry. Audio in the background. Um, you found it as I was talking about it, huh? Yeah. Uh, there's actually a guy, too. Uh, Alabama Secretary of State John Mural said uh, Tuesday he would still vote for Roy Moore, despite the mounting allegations, uh, even if they were proven true. So that's a guy saying that, too. Uh, the lady... I'll find that in a moment. Now, the one who said they would rather vote for a Democrat rather than Roy Moore is U.S. Senator Jeff Flake. Arizona, yay. Right. And he made that – that was originally um, on November 13th reported. Um, I'm having trouble with the woman. Hold on a sec. It's okay. While while you're looking that up, uh, Joe's going to be joining us momentarily. I've seen a few memes go by of screenshots of tweets and things from conservative pundits. And they're like, you know, I'd rather I'd rather vote for a pedophile than a Democrat. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, I just I don't get it. You know, and some of the people are are looking at John McCain's stancing and are saying, "Oh, he's only taking that stance because he's bowing out later on." It's like, no, 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 you don't, you, you don't get John McCain if you think that. This could have happened ten years ago, and John McCain still would have said, "No, this is not acceptable." It he's one of the few Republicans that, despite some of the stances he's taken, I still respect. Well, yeah. Okay, I, I want to kind of bring this around to um, put an analogy on it from from up north of the border here. Uh, Heretic woman, you can back me up on this one. All right, Jack Layton. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jack Layton was the leader of a party we call the new the New Democrats. Uh, they're about as far left as we get in federal politics. Well, except for the two communist parties, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But when, and when I say federal politics, I mean like politicians that actually have a hope in hell of getting elected. Yes. And people don't understand, like we have the quote liberal party and oh, liberals, blah, blah, blah. No, they're not liberals. They're centrists. <laughs> they're yeah. they're left leaning, quite left, more left leaning than they have in recent years, but yeah. they're still the centrist but, party. But, so you have the liberals sort of, Center left, and then the NDP is left, way left. left. Like, th- th- anyway, left, left, left. I saw the way Layton treated other politicians, and he talked a big game um, when he was in office. 
Uh, it was never about, I, I remember when they were elected the official opposition and th this one got me, uh, this was a few years ago. Uh, he had said that uh, his party will continue to fight the conservatives who were the, the party in power. And to me, that always rubbed me the wrong way. It always said that it was the wrong, I, I think he said it wrong because you don't elect a party to fight another party. You, f you elect a party to serve your interest, to, to serve the interest of the people. Um, so that kind of put him on, on kind of my blacklist. And I am coming to a point here. Um, Leighton passed away from cancer a few years ago. And he was given a state funeral, mm -hmm. which a lot of people were, were just gobsmacked that it happened because the vitriol that was passed back and forth between the politicians while they were in office would make you think like they hated each other. But the fact is, I think at the end of the day, these guys could leave parliament, go down to a bar and have a few drinks together and just sit back yeah. and shoot the bull. That, that's, that seems to be the kind of thing. And I guess what I'm getting at is you said, so yourself tech, the McCain, you don't necessarily agree with a lot of what he has to say, but he still, you can still kind of respect them. Right. Yeah. I think that's a very rare kind of politician these days where I, I think, I think a guy like McCain, he's doing his job. He's, he's towing the line when he has to tow the line because that's what's expected of him. But he still is a human being first. I think he's, he's, the he's an FDR era politician. Okay, that's what that's what I would uh, label him as. Yeah, and it, it's a pity we don't have more politicians like that. You know, in, in in office, like at your job, doing your thing. You know, be the attack dog, but never forget that you know you're a human being arguing with other human beings. And at the end of the day, you have to be a human being. Yeah. You know, John McCain's and a guy you could sit down with and have a conversation, even about a sensitive topic, such as something as racial tension, uh, abortion, whatever. And, and not have it explode into just. You could have, kind of, you could have the kind of dialogue that you need to try to resolve some of these issues. Right. So why? And he wouldn't shut you down with the Bible either. He would literally hear your argument. And then if he disagreed with it, he would tell you why he disagrees with it. Yeah. And again, as long as he doesn't throw the Bible at you as a result. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he, he might say he, if, if something was part of his moral compass, he would say that. Yeah. But again, that's, that's his moral compass. Yeah. You know, but if he says that God said this, therefore I must. I'm like, yeah, okay, you kind of losing the game here, buddy. Yeah, but I think what Tech is uh, is specifically saying is that probably wouldn't do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That would be very, very highly out of character for him, and that's that's something that I think we can, generally speaking, all agree is. Sadly enough, I mean, he a is a religious guy too. Yeah, you know, there, there's no doubting it. This guy, you know, he he does do his his stuff you know he, he's not uh he doesn't hide that and that doesn't bother me one bit yeah but it's a matter of we I, I think i think i speak on behalf of everybody 
we don't have a problem with a politician who is religious. We have a problem with a politician who is religious, who bases their their who job. can't separate religion from policy. Politic. Yeah. yeah. And it, you see, I would have more of a problem with, with judges uh, who put the Bible before the law. Supreme Court. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, a politician who has like religious convictions, okay, fine. So long as those religious convictions don't conflict. But ultimately, it's it's up to the lawmakers, the, the, the people who can actually make and change laws in the nation. Those are the ones that have to remember that there is a separation of church and state, and it's actually in your freaking documents, folks. Yep. Now that, and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, that's in your document. Uh, the one that you swore to uphold, the one you swore to abide by. And if you're going to throw God in the mix for a law, you are you are committing an illegal act under the very constitution you swore to uphold. Please explain yourself. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so, no. Now, for everybody that uh, that kind of wonders every once in a while why we go down various rabbit holes and why I don't roll it in. This is exactly a perfect reason for us to go down one because this is going to come through with a piece or two. But before we go on, yes, Joey did make it over here. So good morning, Joey. If you haven't guessed already. Yeah, well, it was just a matter of I, I should really make it a point of making sure that you're there. Now, as far as to talking about why religion and politics should remain separated, Let's go over to Bridget for a moment. And Bridget, I want to take you back when you originally wanted to be on the show, way back when. And we were talking about then uh, Governor, was it? Yes. Yes, then Governor Pence. (laughs) And one of the things that you told me that he believed in was something about Something that you might know something about because uh, it's got therapy in the name of it. Ah, yeah. Conversion therapy, Um, taking gay people and trying to uh, un-gay them by use of using aversion techniques. And uh, it's very traumatizing to these people. Can't imagine why. But he thinks it's perfectly okay to do that. No. And I mean, they do things like use electric shock therapy on them. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they don't necessarily need to use that. I mean, it could be uh, verbal and humiliation. It could oh, be damn. telling people that they are uh, less than uh, less than human. I Dirty, guess some evil point. sinner that God doesn't want in heaven, and yada, yada, yada. It takes them out of the country and sets them up in basically a uh, an environment where there's no running water and no plumbing, and they're forced to pray, debase themselves, um, demoralize themselves, and if they don't do everything the proper way, do lots and lots of manual labor of whatever seems convenient at the time, which is why several conversion therapy workshops have been shut down because uh, some of those actually led to death Mm -hmm. and suicide. 
Okay, that and the reason why I'm saying that the two should be separate, death and suicide, there are two kinds of death. The kind where they were self-inflicted and the kind where it was inflicted upon them, which malnutrition or whatever ultimately led to versus the kind where they couldn't take it anymore and they just ended it all. So the reason why I was bringing up uh, conversion therapy is because, well, A, it like I said, it has the word therapy in it because, well, it's a treatment, but then again, and, and I know I may get some people's ire for this one, it's kind of treatment the same way that you would uh, smack a dog's ass with a rolled up newspaper for barking at too late a night to try to explain you're not supposed to do that. That sounds, uh, that sounds fairly analogous, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Or or a shock collar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Now, here's the question. With the voluminous amounts of, of technical knowledge that you have for, you know, all things medical, uh, to the best of your recollection, uh, has uh, homosexuality been considered, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, a, a treatable ailment in, uh, in uh, recent years? No. No. Uh, if anything, I mean, decades for, ago it was considered uh, a mental illness, but uh, that changed a long time ago. If yeah. anything, given the average American male, I'd say it's a, it's a marked improvement on most cases. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, roughly, Bridget, uh, roughly, when when did that changeover happen? I think it was in the seventies, but I'm not sure. Uh, it's okay. I'll, I'll Google it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's fine. Kind of get the idea. Now, at one point, like I said, homosexuality was seen as a mental. Let's call it for 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 sake for the sake of brevity. Let's call it a mental aberration for a moment. If the medical industry and and I'm probably not using the right term for it, but if the if the if the medical side of, of research has come to the determination after many years of, of research that it's not an illness. What possible avenues are still left for anyone to think that it is? He asked well, did, what the answer was going to be. Well, didn't you know that the uh, American Psychological Association uh, caved to irrational political pressure in order to uh, cater to the gay agenda? I can I, I can tell you right Thank now. Thank you, Miss Jones. <laughs> you don't even have to touch on. And the frogs else. are gay too. <laughs> Wait, wait. Okay. It looks like it wasn't completely... Guys, guys. Gentleman is talking. Sorry. You don't even have to get too deep into the medical side of it to realize that what they call treatment is by no means proper treatment because there are three little words when it comes to medical treatment that are paramount. Bridget? I think you know the three little words I'm referring to. Right, consent? No, no. Um, 
They uh, used to be Greek once upon a time ago, I think. Yes, yes, those ones. Uh, do no harm. And <laughs> what kind of technique did you say they use for this treatment? Um, they use aversion therapy. Some of it could be shock treatment. Some of it could be uh, inducing them to throw up if they happen to you know, see a picture. Like if you're a, a male, see a picture of a nude male. Um, you know, it's it's operative conditioning. And in in a average adult human being who has no symptoms or known ailments, would you consider that harmful? Yes. I rest my case. Right, back mm -hmm. to Shishan's question on when this was no longer considered um a mental illness uh it was lighter than i thought it was um apparently in the 50s and 60s is when it was classified as being a, a mental illness and it wasn't until 1987 that the ama you know finally let that idea completely go that it, it wasn't a mental illness okay okay so it it was the same year that i graduated high school which puts me at about 39 years old now. Okay. So uh, if we go with the idea that it was, let's see, 87, 97, 07, 17, 30 years later, 30 years later, we still have people who think for whatever reason that what they said in the fifties up until the eighties was, uh, was right. That it's 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 wrong that that people are ill somehow. So thirty years later, what possible reasoning could anyone have in in legitimate medical circles for believing that homosexuality is an illness at this point? None. I mean, it's it's religion that's informing that opinion. That's part of it. Um, Thirty years—that's one or two generations being born. I, I think a generation is considered about a hundred years. Um, twenty, uh, twenty, twenty-five-ish. Okay, so you've got you know a, a generation and a bit um, from that time. And even though, even though the science says this, the religion still says that, and the culture of the people, it's being passed down maybe from a grandfather to a grandson at, at the very most <clears throat> at this point. So there's still that, there's still kind of learning from the old world. There's, there hasn't been enough time, I think, for an actual paradigm shift to take place. Yes, the science says that it's not a it's not a, a disease that it's just it's something that happens to people, you are who you are, whatever. And yeah, a rational person would accept that. But you've still got those those diehards who unfortunately were able to pass that knowledge and opinion on to the next generation who a lot of whom still will not seek the educational uh, proof that they're wrong 
or if they're told they're wrong, they get their hackles up. And therein lies the problem. We have medical science that says one thing for 30 years, and there are still people on the fringe outside of the typical circles, the legitimate circles, who are still abiding by whatever they thought previously. And a lot of times, these are people who have, they have, I, you know what? I can't say this about all of them. I was gonna put a I was gonna put a blanket statement out there that that I really probably shouldn't. So you know what? We'll roll that back a minute. We have people who are still following old doctrines. That's probably the better way that I can put it. Not everybody, but a lot of people who are still following old doctrines for no other reason other than that's what I've been doing because I'm afraid of any other possibility. Well, as I was mentioned before, well, I'm, I'm sorry, but as I was mentioning before and, uh, and yeah, tech, I'll make sure that that, uh, that link, those links are in the show notes. Uh, Alabama governor K Ivy, the one I was talking about, he may be a pedophile, but I'm still going to vote for him because he's Republican. And again, I'm highly paraphrasing and God damn it. If I'm ever going to allow a Democrat to run in my goddamn state, because reasons. Well, her reasons, as she says in the article, um, is that the we need to have a majority of Republican votes in the U.S. Senate, um, despite the fact that she says there's no excuse or rationale for sexual misconduct or sexual abuse, and that it bothers her. But apparently, the concept of having a Democratic-led Senate is more bothersome to her than sexual assault. And- abuse and misconduct she's trying so we to know it. where her line is yeah she's she's trying to spin it uh for the excuse of the greater good mm-hmm. i was gonna say there's that whole attitude too that um science is bad because it changes all the time and you know bible's good because it never changes and being a being static is seen as a virtue and that just causes so many problems and that's why people look down on science correcting itself because that's what it's supposed to do if they get something wrong and they do all the time they correct it with new information but they've got it in their head that if science is ever wrong about anything and makes any correction that means it's all shit and should just be ignored even though they say this on computers on the internet well, yeah, and you know, I can I can kind of speak to that a little bit. Um, I've I've been a bit of an astronomy buff for years. I've always been fascinated by it, and even took a class or two in in university about astronomy. You know, fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about what I knew twenty years ago about the solar system, about black holes, about other things. And if you take a look now at what they're saying about the solar system, based on what they've seen from, you know, Voyager's last transmissions, uh, based on the mathematics they're seeing now, um, you know, with the technology seeing the, or detecting the gravitational waves, um, the theory about the, about, you know, what black holes are, how they exist and how they function I think has changed probably a dozen times 
from what I originally knew, like I said, 20 some odd years ago. Um, a normal person who would have, you know, science tells them this and they're like, okay, that's, that's all I need to know. Head down, keep going forward. But then science says, well, you know what we told you about this? Yeah, we were wrong or there was more to it. Well, that's so the thing. Yeah, it, it becomes more dynamic and people get frustrated because there seems to be no absolutes. And then along comes Amish Wolverine. I've got this book and suddenly everything's constant. They're happy and that's it. That's the thing, though. Science is going to continue to change because change is the natural state of yes. the universe. It, it is entropy, the only you know. way. The only way dogma will ever change in the case of the Christians is with the second coming. And they're all like, well, you know, I can't keep track of all this, uh, this change and stuff in science, but boy, I can keep, I, I, I can keep track of dogma because the second coming comes. I think I'll know about it. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of which, isn't, um, is the end of the world supposed to be happening or was it supposed to happen this week or something? I thought the, 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 details, 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 details. I was going to say, do I have to find my punch card again? Yeah. Don't worry about it. I, I, I'll give, I'll give you the freebie circle in the middle. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I forgot to, I for, actually, I forgot to sign up for the card. Look, I should have been able to get my free mustache latte by at least by now. I would think so. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, so um, so again, the reason for going down these rabbit holes right now is because, well, it all comes down to many times over dogma, ideology, and fuck all else. Yes, I'm putting it that way because, well, there's no other way of putting it at this point. You know how I like to, you know, skirt the issue and, and, and not use the F, but there's no other way of putting it. It's is going to be this way. Fuck all else. Really, there there is simply no th there's no quibbling about this one. And this is the thing that we keep fighting against. So here's where I was talking about with some of the other things. Well, let's put it this way. A lot of doctrine from Christianity comes from Judaism, the old the old testament stuff. Because, well, you know, that's that's just the way that it was. Because Christians don't like to think of it that way, even though it's exactly the way that it is. Oh, well. So now, now we get to deal with the red-headed stepchild in the group. Is me? Well, well, yeah, it is you, but in this case, it's Islam. <laughs> and I you am, know. in fact, a stepchild, just in case anybody's oh, wondering. Well, you know... <laughs> Some days it just works out that way. So <laughs> let's uh, let's see. The Prophet Muhammad. Yes. Many ping pong balls beyond his head. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's another TV reference some kids get right now. Yes, Captain Kangaroo get balled every week by a moose and, and rabbit. I was about to say squirrel. Whoa, Damn. whoa, whoa. No, no, it's true. It's true. Every week he got he got it. He got Context. it. Over. it uh, I you. Moose season, actually, in this case, but Mister. So here, here's here's the deal. Muhammad took a wife. 
took several yeah. wives, as a matter of fact, and oh, one yeah. of them was uh, very notable. Yes. You well, know which one I'm talking about. Her, yes. Yes, indeedy. So Muhammad's best friend was a guy named Abu Bakr, and he had some children, I'm guessing, because most families had multiple children. But in particular, he had a daughter by the name of Aisha. Now, this is interesting because um, I've actually just read two biographies of Muhammad. So I, I got I get this all up here now. Um, Muhammad claimed to have some dreams from God where where an angel comes to him carrying uh, rolled up in a carpet in one of them uh aisha and says this is to be your wife and he's kind of like now at the time girl was wait for it six years old i just had a dream of aisha yeah there you go <laughs> and and of I'm course because so, wow. muhammad was so magnanimous he's like oh well you know, it's just a dream. Doesn't really mean anything. Blah blah blah. And and apparently Aisha was already betrothed to someone else because you know that's what you do when you're six. And he at for a while, um, you know, he's like, oh, I just keep having these dreams. Well, then you know because he gets revelations from God every other day. He had a revelation from God that. Aisha was, in fact, supposed to be his wife. So he went to Abu Bakr and and Abu Bakr was like, yeah, this this is totally cool. In fact, I'll, I was going to suggest it anyway. So here you go. And he married Aisha. And they canceled the other betrothal, whatever that was. And married her when she was six years old. But, you know, because we said Muhammad was a magnanimous dude. Left her with her parents for a while. And, and he had another wife before this. Like, so he had one, his first wife, uh, a lady by the name of Khadija, who was a uh, wealthy widow and like 15 years older than Muhammad. And Muslims love to throw that out as proof that Muhammad didn't have any um unhealthy proclivities because hey he married a girl that was 15 years older than him first but she had passed away by this point he had a second wife aisha was the third wife and so he was okay to wait for all of three years until she was nine before he brought her from her parents house and allegedly uh conjugated said marriage at okay. nine years old now there is also um, some, uh, they call them the hadith, which are, um, supposedly verified stories about the life of Muhammad that are told by people who knew him and, and, or by some of the people in the stories themselves. Um, they're ranked by how they are believed to be, um, valid so they've they've been vetted and they say you know this one we can trust this one because supposedly they can trace the chain of of um of, of their storytelling and whatever so one of the the highest grade is called sahi and there are two sahi hadith 
that are supposed to contain pieces written by Aisha herself, where she talks about being married at six years old and being when she finally went to go live with the quote prophet um, talking about how she was busy playing with her dolls and she got called away from playing with her dolls to go be a wife. So, yeah. And interestingly, um, one of the arguments you often get um, is, oh, well, she'd already uh, attained puberty, so it was okay. Because in the Quran, it says that when a, a girl attains puberty, then she's old enough to be married and whatever. Yeah, but that yes. doesn't happen at six. No, oh, nine. I got nine. news for you. Before you go any further. Yes. Something that I very specifically know, although I don't have all of the details on it, I'm sure it's easily yep. findable. The youngest pregnancy on record verified. Fied. Oh, yeah, five years of age. Oh, that's yep. absolutely disgusting. Yes, it is. Five years of age, which means that a child went through puberty enough that they were able to have and conceive of a child, which means that they would have, one way or another, have been implanted with sperm. Now, I'm saying it that way because there's only two possibilities here. Either one was a highly disgusting method. The other is a super creepy method. Uh, I, I would yeah. say turkey baster, but I really don't want to say that. that and, that's and you're welcome kind for of that. Yeah. 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 But um, the, the interesting thing and why I, I brought that up, not only because Muslims often use that as an argument to say, oh, well, well that was okay, because in our law, the, the time frame is puberty, and, you know, some girls have puberty younger than other ones, blah, blah, blah. Four years thing old. Is, yeah. Thing is, in Sharia law, it is forbidden for an adult to play with anything resembling a doll because they are extremely anti-idolatry, which is why you can't draw Muhammad and you can't draw Allah and all that shit. So where's the cutoff for when you have to stop playing with dolls? Puberty. So if she's playing with dolls, what does that tell you? Yeah, I'll let everybody connect the dots on their own because it's pretty disgusting. Yeah, I don't think you need to uh, connect any dots because um, I was about to make a really, really insensitive joke and I'm not going to. Well, there's there's more to just Aisha, though. Aisha's the, the part that most non-Muslims have heard about in some fashion. It's the most talked about. Um, when I go after this particular um, distasteful part of Islam. I actually don't even bother with the Aisha story. Um, they, there are sects of Islam that reject the Hadith, and there are other er groups that have all of these convoluted arguments to say, oh, well, no, she was really 18 or 14 or whatever. Um, so... You know, it's, it's, I think it's pretty ironclad, but there are a bazillion apologetics for it. 
What I prefer to use if I am going to argue the uh, unsavory side of this is a specific verse, uh, Quran 65.4. And the paraphrase of, okay, so I'll paraphrase that, but there are two other verses that kind of go with that. Um, One is 33.49, and it basically is... The whole bit is talking about divorce. Divorce is actually A-OK in Islam um, and and happens whenever generally a man wants it to. But what, what is being set out here is because 1,400 odd years ago, uh, we didn't have DNA, we didn't have paternity tests, and, and heredity was a very important thing as it always tended to be in in times past in history so in a case of a divorce happening it was imperative to ensure that either there was no pregnancy or if there was a pregnancy that we knew it belonged to the first husband etc so the first verse 3349 says that if a woman who is being has been or being divorced and is set to remarry she must wait three menstrual periods before she can remarry. So that's to ensure that no pregnancy has occurred from the first marriage. Got that? Follow that. Uh, There's a second verse, which unfortunately I don't have off the top of my head because it's not as integral to this as as the other. But it says, um, if a woman... Oh, sorry. If a woman, sorry, the first verse said, if a woman has not had sex with her first husband, she doesn't have to wait at all. The second verse says, if she has had sex with her first husband, three menstrual periods, then she can go and remarry. 30, 60, Quran 65, 4 says, if a woman and or girl has not menstruated, or has gone past menstruation, or is already pregnant, she must wait three months. So, has not menstruated. Now, there are apologetics that say, well, it could just be a medical condition, a late bloomer, doesn't mean children. Thing is, um, Islam also has, along with these hadith, that are the stories of Muhammad that are used to sort of, well, what would Muhammad do is basically what those are for. There's something else called the tafsir, which are commentaries written by esteemed Islamic scholars over time. And again, these are ranked in um, order of trustworthiness and, and, you know, do they believe that they're unaltered and things like that. There are five of the most revered of the tafsir written by five different scholars that all say 65.4 specifically means little girls. So when they try to argue that, well, it could be that, you know, it's just a late bloomer, they could have a medical condition, yada, yada, their own scholars refute that. Now, again, there are sects that reject the tafsir, or my favorite is, well, those are just written by men, and, you know, they could get it wrong. And, like, okay, 
then there's another tafsir that if you remember the the verse um and i it the actual number escapes me but the one that says you know if you think your wife is going to disobey you it's okay to beat her after you've stopped sleeping with her and all of that well the tafsir is what says oh no no we didn't mean you know beat beat we meant you know just lightly don't hurt her and they like to use that as an apologetic so the conundrum they get into is if they reject the tafsir in terms of 65-4 and say, oh, no, 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 those guys are wrong. Doesn't mean little girls. You know, we mean, you know, women who just haven't had a period. Then they can't use it when the other verse says, go beat your wife. So they're kind of screwed either way. So anyway, I know that was long and convoluted, but that's that's the whole Thing. No, there's nothing wrong with that. And that kind of lays out uh, a piece that I kind of need to do. Yep. And I don't like being in this position. I've said it before. This is never going to be a, this is never going to be something that I'm going to like. Age of consent rules are difficult to deal with because Generally speaking, in our societies, we generally accept that 18 is the age of legal majority. Mm-hmm. Most of your legal rights kick in at that point, so to speak. Here in the United States, a lot of stuff is. Some stuff you still have to wait till you're 21, but that's not really the case in all states either i know for well that the age of majority legal majority here in new york is 16 which means if you're if you're a high school kid and you think ah ha ha i can go ahead and i can i can pull off this uh, this burglary and break into a place and steal it and i'll still be charged as a minor because i'm you know i'm 16 oh oh guess what no no you're not going to be treated like a kid and no, your record is not going to be sealed at that point. You screwed yourself over for the rest of your life. Congratulations. Now, if you'd done this a month ago when you were still 15, well, you know, we'd be able to help you then. Okay. So it's 18 in some states. Some other places are 21. New York is 16. So is Maryland. This, yeah. But the fact still remains the girl was 14. Yes. Yeah. So I don't think there's any state in the United States. I could be wrong on this, but I don't think there's any state here that has a, a, a age of consent for sexual intercourse or sexual relations, however you want to use it, uh, below the age of 15. And even some of the states that do have 15 and 16 as numbers, I do know that some states actually have conditional statements on those things yeah. where, okay, 15, 16 is okay if the other person is 18 or under mm-hmm. you know, yes. or under two. 18 period. Yeah. And so <laughs> that tells you something about the mentality here overall in the U S in terms of sexual intercourse. Yeah. And that but- is, if you're hitting, trying to hit something under 15, you got something wrong with you. Yeah. And the thing is, no matter how more tries to spin it, the only way, the, the only legitimate, and I use that term very loosely, 
argument that he can pull off is the biblical one that he did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's there's even Republicans looking at this like, really? Y- yeah. y- y- well, you threw the God card, you moron? And, you know, and this th- isn't even a case of, listen, I said something crass because I thought the girl looked cute. And then when she told me her age, I backed the hell out. You know, like my, I work with a guy who went to a place over in West Virginia with some friends. They went around. He saw a girl. She, he thought she was cute. She thought he was cute. The two seemed to hit it off. They talked for a while. He invited her out to see a movie later in the evening. She said, well, I got to ask my parents. And after some back and forth discussion, he found out that mm, she was a lot younger than he liked, <laughs> uh, especially considering he was over 18 uh, yeah. and she was not. So there are definitely women out there who look oh, older yeah. than they are. And the same goes for guys too. This, this is a two way street on this one. Um, but Roy Moore didn't come into going, yeah, I, I, I said something I shouldn't have, I, you know, but I thought she was 18 or I thought she was older. It was like, Bible says it's okay. I was like, dude, yeah. you well, are, and the, you got the issues. That, the thing that makes me kind of scratch my head with that argument. Um, I thought we all agreed that, that Joseph wasn't the father of Jesus. So where the hell is he bringing that up? And, and God supposedly is a hell of a lot older than Joseph. So. Yeah, there's that. Now, uh, also, by the way, for anybody that wants to go looking up this kind of stuff where, um, you have to deal with the just over, uh, oh God, I don't, I don't remember what the, uh, what the. Uh, just over the age of consent, uh, there there are rules in a lot of these states, like he was talking about, where if you're within a year or two, there is leeway because under technicalities, if two people who are just under the age of consent were to have relations of whatever type, both could theoretically be charged with molestation or statutory rape because, well, it kind of is. Uh, now, the term for these for these wiggle room areas, forgive me, is Romeo and Juliet clauses. And that's an area that gets really, really murky. So we're not going to dive anywhere near to that other than to say, if you want to look it up, that's what you're looking up for, Romeo and Juliet clauses. And this had nothing to do with me singing the the whole Aisha thing over there. Some people got that musical reference, and <laughs> my people, by the way. Uh, as as an aside, by the way, uh, West Side Story, they're reviving it, and Lin Manuel is doing the lyrics as they're redoing the stuff. Lin Manuel, the guy who did In the Heights and Hamilton, who is amazing at what he does you know congratulations on you but that that's neither here nor there sorry <laughs> so yeah um i don't remember what ages of consent are in all of the 50 states i would generally expect 16 would be a good number to work off of under that oh. it starts to get yeah, I know, I know. It probably is 
as an average, it's probably lower and closer to 14, which bugs the shit out of me. However, I would, I personally would think 16, um, if, if you're dealing with that whole Romeo and Juliet clause, okay. And, and don't get me wrong back when I was in high school you know, 16, 17. Oh yeah. There were reminding you that this was the eighties, you know, back when I was 39, there the, the slut Madonna look was all the rage. Mm-hmm. And, and that's also part of the reason why we ended up with that um, hole in the ozone from all the Aquanet that was used. So, anyway. <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> Actually, but, um, my, co- my cousin had Robert Smith hair. <laughs> Fuchin, Fuchin actually got uh, would would okay. I'm sorry. I gotta I gotta I gotta mention about this one. Fujin would actually have times where she would get to school and she would find her friend, and they would go each to each other and give each other the crunch test on their hair to find out who had the loudest crunch because of how much spray was used. No lie, it was the eighties, man. Or, or when they used to tell girls that their bangs were too high and they had to like smook them down because they had. Yeah, there were high schools where they the bangs got so high, it was like skirt length. They would measure how high the bangs are because they could only have them so high. Wow. Um, I'd like to send a message out to Ray Moore. Um, You need to move because, you see, here in the States, the primary age of consent is anywhere from 16 to 18 years old. But in Mexico, there is some areas that have a primary age of consent that can start as low as 12. Yep, that's the uh, link I just posted in the chat. Um, oh, I was looking at Wikipedia when you posted that, so I didn't which see is exactly the Which is exactly what I posted. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, if he wanted, he could join the FLDS. I'm sure they could uh, cater to his needs. Yeah. It's interesting, though, that the um, like in the states proper, the age of consent ranges between 16 and 18. Um, almost th- that's consistent throughout. Um, I'm shocked that all of Canada is considered to be 16. Yeah. I was not aware of that. Um, it was 14 until yeah. only three or four years ago. Sadly. The, the one that really gets me is there's this one tiny little piece down in like Southern Mexico where the age of consent, according to this, uh, this article is puberty. Well, Trippin wants to know if those areas of Mexico are where the FLDS hang out because there is a contingent of FLDS down there. Yeah, it's a good Possible. question. Um, I I don't know, but could be. And uh, there's something we could ask about that. <laughs> I, I don't know. But uh, Stephanie is also mentioning that uh, age of consent in UK is 16, which, yeah. like I said, um, personally, I I can understand why the age is set approximately where it is. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. People, you know what? I, I, screwed. I'm going I'm to put it this way. And, and, I, and I know our medical expert over here will back me up on this. One of the biggest drives in biology is <laughs> reproduction. Yeah, because yeah, it well, guarantees the um, propagation, propagation of the species. Of the species. <laughs> right. So, you owe me a beer. 
Congratulations. You got that. You got that one right. So what's the biggest thing that people need to do in order to make that, uh, that biological urge, uh, continue on? Well, it doesn't involve your hand. Uh, <laughs> once you have a Petri dish. Well, no, it, it might involve your hand, but just not necessarily on yourself. Yep. So no, actually I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, I'm going to use it. Uh, Bridget, see if I've got the right technical term at this point. Fuck. <laughs> Is that right? Do I have that right? Bravo. <laughs> Bravo. It's, if, if you once again, our gracious host is about as graceful point. as a brick to the face. Yeah, but look at the, look at the bright side. I got it right in one. Hey, Dallin, <laughs> appropriately applied, a brick to the face is always graceful for the one applying the brick. Yeah, but you put wings on it and suddenly everybody calls it a space shuttle. Moving on to the point well, that I put trying to googly to... eyes on mine. People, please remember, you know, get the get the really big ones over at the dollar store, the ones that got the sticky backings to them, and the next time you go over to the big sign that says Justice League coming soon, put them on all their eyes. Just just once and send me that picture. Please, I want to see that. <laughs> Well, unfortunately, you can't do coming soon anymore because it's now playing. I just went and saw it today. Justice League? Seriously? Yeah, in IMAX. And I'll say this much. They did a good job of it. Okay. What? No, no. It's just we, we're going to have to we're going to have to we're, we're going to have to have a long talk after we get done with the show tonight. Fine. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, Deadpool comes out in February, so keep that in mind for later people. By the Why? way, I, okay. go, 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 go. I was just going to share a, a meme that came across my feed before the show, actually. Oh, good lord. Now <laughs> yes, yes, do it, do it, do it. It says, Roy Moore's approval rating is still in the high 40s because people fear that if it dips into the teens, he'll try to fuck it. <laughs> and that's three we officially have to change the rating of the show sorry yeah actually i i should probably i should probably do that i should probably do that i usually don't but yeah i think this is probably one of those times i really need to that is brilliant i i thought that was pretty awesome <laughs> yeah i think i've seen that one too myself all right so so i hadn't so that was great thank you yeah you're welcome all right so the apologetic is Yes, I probably did it. I think I don't really remember, but I'm sure if I did, I got consent from a parent. You know what? I'm I'm just gonna stop it right there because um, am 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 I the only one that's that's creeped out by that exact statement? Because I don't I don't think I'm the only one that's creeped out by somebody who says if if I was, you know, a, a nope, you're not professional uh, prosecutor that yeah, I had to ask permission, I would have gotten that. That that's that, I'm not the only one that thinks that one creepy, right? Nope. Anybody hands? Anybody? Yeah, no, it's officially creepy. It is actually, you know, if it was a, if it involved the Catholic priest, it'd be less creepy. Well, because then it would be it'd be expected. We're yeah, we're used to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. And and you know how sad is it to be able to say that seriously i think yeah but you look at what's been happening look at um look at hollywood recently and all the harassment charges oh don't worry about that i have no, every intention of getting I know. on that 
But what I'm saying is, though, is that I think this is an extension of it. I'm not saying it's a bandwagon, although it probably is a uh, word we can't use on this show because of the list. Uh, effect. Whoa, whoa. Hold it. Wait, wait, wait. You got change the rating what, already. What, what list? The list. Uh, camera. Switch camera. The first word on that list. Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Uh, hold on. It's not that one. It's not that one. It's not that one. Are you talking about this list? Yes, I'm talking about that list. Yeah, this is the Friday night list. This one's out. Okay, fine. Then what? what's going on, I think, is a snowball effect. And now I have to clean up all these papers I just threw all over the place. Go ahead, talk. You're welcome. Anyways, I think it's a snowball effect. You got all this stuff from Hollywood, so now other people are feeling empowered to actually come out and talk about this. But the fact that this guy just needs to own up. Like the, the whole, I, I got like, he's going through a set of mental gymnastics that would make any Christian apologetic proud as hell. It was saying, I got the parents consent. Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm, I'll admit American culture is not my forte. I don't know a lot about it, but has anyone on this panel ever heard of that kind of a situation where a 30 year old guy goes up to the guy, another goes up to a 14 year old girl's family and says, you know what? I, I think your daughter's the, the, the hottest thing since slash bread. And I'd like to slice her bread. Can I have y'all's permission? Is that uh, even I've, a thing? I've heard of it. I, I've heard of it, but, but that was usually followed by uh, charges of, um, you know, child porn creation and pedophilia and sexual assault. Okay. So. Well, some but, of the evangelical circles, though, that is a thing. Yeah. Evangelical circles. And actually, I did see an article on that recently. Oh, um, wait, wait, wait a minute. Before you go, before you go on. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Did, did, did. David Koresh, that's who I was thinking of. Because oh, I was yeah. I was trying I was trying to think of uh, if uh, Jim Jones did that, but I know for well Koresh did that kind of shit, didn't he? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay, so now we know the level that you're talking about there, Dallin. Wanted to make sure that I I, I was remembering yeah. it right. Okay, so so we we have a level established. Now is Roy Moore if he is that level, what in the hell is he doing in public office? Uh, fucking it all up for everybody. Shit, now I gotta change the goddamn ring again. Fine, you know what? Fuck, <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, he, he has made it a, a class A clusterfuck. Um, yes. wow, everybody. thanks, man. You keep killing me here. Hey, yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's it's yeah. all my fault. I'm, I'm changing, I'm changing. Yeah, Chippin Chippin made a good point there. The other really creepy thing was uh, more calling the one girl's school to get her out of class to like. To hit on her <laughs> oh god yeah th this was another piece and and let's let's remind folks that this would have been in the oh shit what the hell was the 60s, 60s, 70s, 60s or 70s. early 70s early 70s and it was in the 70s because that's when the yearbook he signed the girl's yearbook too like an idiot. yeah the guy and the guy is yelling and screaming now the lawyer is yelling and screaming saying, bring out the book let's see the book yeah really motherfuckers you guys were the ones that went the ahead. Book. Oh, wait, wait. Aren't you the same motherfuckers that went ahead and... Hold on a second. Enable age restriction. Uh, <laughs> save changes. There we go. Okay. 
Oh, it means I got to change the goddamn name on the fucking thing. Whatever. Anyway, that's up to so, Aren't you the same motherfuckers that went ahead and said, let's see his birth certificate. I don't yeah. care that that's his birth certificate. Let's see his college thing. I don't care that that was a doctored piece. The fuck, people? Seriously? Yeah. Seriously? You guys move goalposts more than New Zealand blacks. Okay? Yep. That's a that's a rugby reference. Whatever, fuck y'all. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> so he was spending too much time with the with the, uh, the imaginary <laughs> French show. The, the Aussie. <laughs> yeah, and so so okay. So we're talking about the early seventies. You guys remember what payphones were? I know us on the panel do. Mm-hmm. It's used payphones. Yeah, it used to be a matter of that. You had a payphone. You actually got into a metal box with glass windows. Yep. And you could put in a nickel or a dime or a quarter. And how long you wanted to talk was determined by how much money you had in your pocket. Now, in order for her to get this phone call, it would have had to have gone to the main office's phone line. Mm-hmm. May- Hold on. One of, one of those, yes. Ah! <laughs> Hi. Main office's phone line. Yes, with one of those dial yeah. jobbies. Those were so, so satisfying to slam down on somebody. They were. What, you mean like were. this? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, somebody is. Uh, somebody Sounds supposedly like- made an app for a cell phone to send that sound through before hanging up, kind of thing. Oh, cool! I gotta look that up. I don't know <laughs> if they were successful in it or not. It was. Yeah. <clears throat> and I, I don't, I don't think I've ever hung up on anybody since the eighties either. So. Yeah, well, I used to still had flip phones. Those things still made a clap. They were just a. Different yeah, th- those were pretty satisfying to sort of go. Yeah. You, you mean? Yeah. You mean, you mean? Yeah, like one of these? those. Like yeah. the first, yeah. dude. Yeah. Don't even start. I've got three old ones on my uh, on my dresser over here that I haven't thrown don't out. Don't make me go get the, the Nokia. Brick. <laughs> wait, wait. Hey, is I, that the I, brick I, that's like banana shaped with the little fold out part, or the old no. old brick with no moving parts? The brick the, the, that with is a bag and a shoulder strap, right? A r- rectangle with slightly curved sides. And you know, that's it. The Gen Not One Nokia. Right? You you got about three face plates on it at the front, uh, in the middle, and then at the back, and that's it. Yeah, I know which yep. one you're talking about. Yeah, that thing's huge. Yeah, I've I've well, I've, I've still got Fujin's old uh, Nokia over here somewhere from back when she was at work. You know which one I still want? I still want the hundred and fifty dollar version of this. It ain't gonna happen anytime soon. The, I want it too, want it. Yeah. so bad. So, yeah. <laughs> so Joe, finish quiet, finish your dog. Quiet, quiet, Veruca. <laughs> wow. No, was, no, that 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 was it. It's just you know, it, it was it, it's 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 not the car phone. No, mind you. No, it's just the the brick, the twenty six ten. Yeah, the one that uh, the one that they used in the Van Halen video when uh, Sammy Hagar came on board, right? Right. You're, you're asking. I don't remember that guy. Whatever, whatever the hell. Anyway, I, I don't uh, look. I was not the big MTV kid back in the day. 
the the music alone was enough for me. You, you missed out on. I, okay. I I I didn't need scantily clad women over cars with you know fireworks and all the other crazy shit that went on in those days. So anyway, so yeah, she would have had to have been brought down to the office in order for them to go ahead and hand over the big old handset with these old ones. Yeah, you can get Bluetooth ones of these and and put in your pocket, whatever. And, you know, she would have had to have stood right there at the side of the desk. Yes, hi, it's me. Yes. Oh, hi. No. Okay, bye. Here. (laughs) Could you you sterilize that? Thanks. (laughs) So... Let's um, since, since we've still got a, uh, just a, a couple more minutes, <clears throat> let me let me finish this off over on this area. Imagine yourself for a moment as a parent or a guardian. You are the steward for a relatively new life, a decade, a decade and a half so far of legitimate life you have to be taking care of them you have to be making sure that they're safe and you find out that they received a phone call from someone double their age who's a professional a professional lawyer a professional lawyer who has got a lot of clout behind them and doesn't have a problem with swinging their dick around so to speak in order to get their way with anything. And you just found out that this person you're in charge of for their protection and safety got a phone call, a really creepy phone call from said person. If these are accurate and factual, who wants to go ahead and say what they would think about it or what they would do about it or what they would perhaps go to the press about it. Well, in my case, Oh, I know. I know part of it. In my case, it would consist of a, uh, tire iron. Um, me stalking very heavily down toward the, down the sidewalk toward their house. Well, in the background, you hear this tiny little voice singing, I'm about to whip somebody's ass. <laughs> See, and, and me, I, I was thinking, song. Yeah, I, I was thinking yeah. that you were going to go either one of two different ways on that one. I thought that you were going to either, um, A, melt said crowbar over somebody and, and let them dribble down and, and, and see if you can reform it afterwards nah, or, nah, for, or, for just, for just a phone call, for just a phone call that, that that's paddling. Okay. Uh, and the other one was uh, perhaps uh, uh, the Joker, you know, does this hurt more this way or this way? Is it one a or is or it two? B. Yeah. <laughs> Left and again, hand, right hand. And again, there are some people who get that reference. And again, you are my people, you sick mofos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a collapsed lung that always impedes the oratory. Mm. <laughs> but I can't say it's a blame you. Mm. By the way, did, did you want to know the basics of what he said on the phone call or what was said? 
Uh, oh God, they have it. Oh yeah, was she? Oh dear. The the woman the woman in question did a recollection of what was said, and she got down there and you know was like, "Oh hi, this is Roy Moore," and she's like, "What? What are you calling here?" And he's like, "Well, what are you doing?" She's like, "I'm in trig class." <laughs> And then he tried to get her to go out with him, and she was like, no. Uh, oh, and did you also know that he was uh, kicked out of the local mall for harassing? Yes, I saw the, the van on girls. the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Drunk That's... on power seems oh, yeah. to be a prevailing theme lately. He was just a nobody at that point, though, which is amazing. Well, I thought he was me. a professional lawyer at that point. Maybe he was a lawyer, but I mean, so what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what what town? Where where? What town was this in? Uh, Dallin. Uh, yeah. Before you go any further, how many professional lawyers can you name that are not nationally advertised with a dial four 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 four? Well, but what I'm or saying 88, is, 88. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. But my my point is. If he was in a town where maybe becoming a lawyer was a huge piece of prestige, like a very large piece of prestige, where being able to walk around saying, I am a lawyer, gets doors open for you, gets you a free coffee from the local, mm -hmm. you know, Joe Bag of Donuts place. Um, that's what I'm saying. It's like just drunk with power. I, I get that was, reference. He yeah, was we're, in we're, a place. Called Gadsden, Gadsden, Alabama. Okay, so so basically, sounds like uh, one of those uh, like many butt cracks of America. Uh, yeah. Not not a slight to the country in general, but just like one of those places where um, something that in the big city would seem trivial or normal down there is like you've just been touched by the divine. He went. That, that's the impression. I'm getting. Yeah, you see, that's the impression I'm getting is that he's in one of those places where something mundane in a larger urban setting would be considered almost uh you know ascension style in a town like that so it could be that in gadsden or whatever it is him being a lawyer meant that he was every bit as hot shit as he thought himself to be and he believed that enough to the point where he thought you know what i'm 30 years old i can get away with any poontang i want and i've chosen this 14 year old girl um, and because I am Roy Moore, attorney at law, um, I can get away with it. No one can touch me. And if they try, I can just lay on the whole thing that, you know what? I've got enough legal knowledge to make your life miserable. Drunk on so, power. Weinstein, drunk on power. Spacey, drunk mm -hmm. on power. The fact is they began to listen and believe their own bullshit about themselves to the point where they thought that they could get away with anything. Yeah, and by the way, uh, for, for what it's worth, I do believe that that is the first time that the term poontang has been used on the show. So congratulations. <laughs> You're welcome. I, I have, it, it is always a great thing for me to be able to expand upon the dialogue and vocabulary used on this fine broadcast. There you in go. Other words, it's just a highfalutin words. So I, I looked it up. Just for shits and giggles. No, um, I know what I know I, what the I think we all know what the term poontang means. You don't have to look it up. No, not poontang. <laughs> I know what that means too. 
Um, Gadsden. Let's let's go back to to Hick of North Amer- of of America here. Uh-huh. Um, I was, the only thing I could find in a super quick search went back as far as 1990. The population was uh, over forty three thousand. Okay, so I could have been completely wrong in what I said. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah, or it's and it's gone down. the The population as of 2015 was down to thirty five thousand eight thirty seven. Yeah, but we're we're talking still twenty some odd years uh, yeah. ahead of what was there, and it could still be a cultural thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like I I, I lived in a town where it balloon to like you know 12 13 thousand people and you know if you <laughs> back there if you owned a particular kind of car you were considered ascended you know they they, they kept the bar pretty low understandable yeah. you know or or maybe maybe more had charisma uh-huh. Ew. I, I, I know, I know, no, but no, no, look, no, the seventies had charisma, dude. Dude, the seventies had bell bottoms. Let's said the bar is pretty damn low. Yeah, yeah. shirts with paramecium patterns on them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't you know, forget uh, Paisley. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You never, yes. you never know. He could have yeah. been uh, all those years ago. He could have been something. That at the time was appealing to people. Yeah, well, although from yeah. the, you know, like, although I, I get the feeling based on that that phone transcript that this whole relationship was kind of one sided. Yeah, think you know, seemed to be that way with a lot of these uh, attempts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and to to uh, sorry, I I had something that kind of fell over a little bit, and to give people an idea as to you know could have been really hot at the time uh, compared to now. When he started out and was like huge as a crooner, Frank Sinatra was a real, real looker back in the Uh day in the 40s. Oh, everybody was falling all over themselves for him. And, you know, you get get 20, 30 years later after that. Yeah, maybe not so much, of course. But, you know, then again, he had the he, he may or may not have had the family behind him. I, yeah, I, but but the other thing too is like okay, yeah, Sinatra might not have been too much to look at, but he go he steps up to the mic. All you got to do is close your eyes, and like let's face it, England, dude yeah. had the voice. Uh, we'll now, discuss later. Anyway. It, it kind of along these lines, though, of what we're talking about now. She was legal, but when Frank Sinatra married Mia Farrow. She was 21 and he was 50. And let's not forget that uh, you want to go with the creep factor. We've got Tony Randall who had a kid in his mid 70s. Yes. With somebody who was far and away younger. And I mean, far and away, like almost 50 years. 30. Like she was like 30 ish. Oh, okay. But, but in both of those cases, they're legal. Exactly. Yes. Do what you want to do. Yes. Yeah, kind of creepy, but not sensual. Yeah, yes. but it, but in the case of Roy Moore, he's doing something that no state in the union would recognize her as a legal adult. Yeah, well, it's a good thing he was doing it down there in the Confederacy. Now, 
No, <laughs> you know, ironically, the Confederate in most of these so-called Confederate states, the age is actually higher than other places. Yeah. The the 17 and 18 is actually down in the south compared to the northern states, which are mostly 16. If you go to that to the article that I posted. Um I'm 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 gonna get my son into trouble for saying this one, and I'm I'm prefacing it now by telling you all I'm making a joke about this. So please, Ms. Ashley, don't hurt me. She's probably gonna go ahead and do it. It's probably lower in the north and higher in the south because they need to be on par with an education level to understand the ramifications. Uh, now, now that I've reminded you that I was joking about that. Yes. There's a certain level of possibility to that too, isn't there? Yeah. That's sadly. that that, sadly. that scares me. <clears throat> so um we got a we we just got a couple more minutes. Uh anybody I mean Well Trippin had another point too, um talking about Moore's abuse of power. Um, the other thing he used to do was uh, target women who were divorcing that had young daughters. In fact, one of the one of the women who has talked about um, harassment, who was quite legal, was in her twenties at the time or maybe even older, but she said, yeah, she would have had to have been older, but she said, you know, she went to consult with him on her divorce and Moore said something to the effect of, uh, Oh, are your daughters as pretty as you are? And they were underage. And he knew that uh -huh. because that he was working on the divorce proceedings and yeah. So gross. gross. And that's, that's straight up predator. Well, it's one thing to, to say, oh, hey, uh, you know, if these are your sisters, you know, you're trying to, in, you know, flatter the older woman into thinking that exactly think she looks younger than she really is. You know, that that can become if done right, can come across as um, a complimentary statement. Charming, even. Yeah. Exactly. Especially when it's done right. However, I've also seen a lot of people do it wrong. Well, when it's, oh, are your daughters as pretty as you are? That's, that's not. That's really... what's called creepy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's, that, that's not borderline creepy. That's creepy, oh, but... creepy. See, as a guy with a beard who is, as I've been told anyway, when I walk, can come across as an imposing character. Um. I have to worry about, am I coming across as creepy? You know, mm. you, you've got me, I tend to dress in black for work, black shirt, right. black belt, black shoes, black pants, black socks. Why? Because when I get up in the morning, I haven't had coffee yet. All I know is I go to the side of my closet, has all my work clothes. They're all black. I don't have to freaking worry about mixing and matching. Okay. It's a matter of being lazy. You yeah. put on a big black leather trench coat. He, I, I, I've looked in the mirror fully awake. I can look very imposing. I can also look creepy. I can look at a lot of things. It depends on whether I comb my beard that day or not. Yeah. <laughs> and if you have your I mean, little pony head hair. <laughs> <in it>. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 
<laughs> you leave my uni wife out of this. Anyway, um, the, the point is, is that um, I have to be careful in conversation out in public because I'm an impose. I, I can be imposing, and if you're imposing and you say the wrong thing, that is that is creepy level factor ten. I like people. I want to be around people. Creepy level factor ten means people don't want to be around you anymore. Yeah, usually. He's creepy level like factor fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. In fact, Trippin also said, so who knows how many he blackmailed like a mother to keep custody. Say, well, I'll get you custody of your girls if I can, you know, watch them. Yeah, that that sounds almost logical, but for that one I would want um Yeah. You and me both. It, you know, if hey, if it could be proven, so much the better. As a matter of fact, I I yeah. hope it does get proven. Um, Absolutely. J- just so that if if it did exist, like uh, all I'm saying is that if it does exist, I hope it comes to light to show just how much more of a dirtbag this guy really is. But yeah. if he never did pull that card, I'm hoping somebody doesn't try to weave that in to fabricate. I mean, mm-hmm. put it this way. With the facts alone that they've already that has already come to light, this guy is bad be, enough. Yeah, he can be hung right now. There's there's really no more need to pour any more salt in the wound other than for yeah. catharsis at this you point. Know, uh, mm-hmm. Every once in a while, when when the topic of uh, sexism is brought up and unfair treatment and things like that. My mom and I will have a discussion. My mom was very active in the feminist movement of her time. And she and I agree about how there's a group of feminists doing it right these days, a group of feminists that are just man-hating people they're, and using the feminist label and so on and so forth and all these other things. And we were talking about Roy Moore. And she was really, really upset. And I said, Mom, listen. I think the guy is slime. I really do. But at the same time, part of the thing that we have going in this country is innocent until proven guilty. Is there a lot of things that's going on in his history that validate these claims? That make them more plausible? Yes. Yes, by leaps and bounds. Okay. But... Until proven guilty. I personally think the guy's slime. I would love to see him get thrown out of not only that, but go to prison and everything else. But I demand things take their course the way they're supposed to. Because if it was me, I would want due process. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole thing about you know, the, the parties rallying or like this, um, th- this other person that just basically hung herself by saying that, you know, it, it doesn't matter because, you know, re- Republican flag. Yeah. The about uh, Alabama uh, governor. Yeah. 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 That kind of stuff. Like, honestly, I think that person should lose her position as well because look, I, I get it. I get the whole thing about the greater good. I mean, we hear a lot about that these days. Uh, this was the wrong time to stand for that. Well, here's the thing. Um, yeah, yeah, done a lot of the Republicans are not paying attention right now. 
especially uh, except for maybe the ones in oh Ohio or New Jersey or Virginia, where the red states just suddenly became blue. Yeah, meaning Democratic in certain voting lists. But the thing is, now I we we kind of have to bring in the the all sides argument here because okay, a red state turns blue. What happens a year from now when, through all of this, this snowball effect that started in Hollywood and is now going through public office? You know, we we've already seen Al Franken get taken out, or get get yeah. called out, not necessarily taken out. Um, uh, it's no like it, this this kind of thing. It transcends party politics. It does. Like we're, we're dealing with the human beings who have out, done wrong. The but, reason why but, I pointed out they went from red to blue was because of the reason why they went to red to blue. And the reason was is because the people who were on the blue tickets were bringing up the right arguments, the right things to talk about, the things that you yourself are talking about, Dallin. That's the point I was trying to make, and I, I yeah. probably didn't make it right. And you're right; yeah. this does go beyond party poli- party lines. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah. The, the cynic in me says, you know, okay, fine. They went from red to blue. Now, what happens if you know you find out that? Um, you know, the, 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 I mean, yeah. I like the guy. Yeah, he did something very, very wrong. Well, he did something very, very stupid. I saw the picture that that kind of hung him, and it's like. Okay, look, dude, I never really thought you were that funny on Saturday Night Live to begin with. I'm sorry, but the Stuart Smalley thing just didn't do it for me. Yeah. Your books your books before you became senator were entertaining, at least, because you poked fun at Bill O'Reilly, uh, who I've never liked. Uh, you poked fun at a few other people. Um, but I never thought you to be that funny. And, yeah, you did kind of hang yourself. You owned up to it. You owned it. Good on you. More importantly, um, he turned the conversation back onto the important part of the conversation, which is these women were taken advantage of, they were harassed, they were yes. in some cases assaulted, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. And that is the conversation point. Some people will forgive him. The woman who he took the picture of already came out and publicly stated she forgives him. Yeah. The but the what will what the future will tell is how, despite being forgiven, what the rest of the country will decide about his future. Well, yeah, and that's so just like the other ones, just like yeah. Roy Moore and the rest of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. even if all the women with Roy Moore came forward and, 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 and if he had issued an apology and they all said, your apology is accepted, there's still a case of, what about everybody else? Yeah, yeah. at this point, I don't think Roy Moore, even if he did apologize, I don't think he's going to get away with anything because... He was so, but well, because he so vehemently denied it at first, and we've all seen this before with, with other harassment things. The, the person denies, 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 finally comes clean after you know swearing on how many stacks of Bibles that he's innocent, and then finally the end says, "Yeah, you know what? Actually, I, I did do it." Okay, you know what? If you'd said that at the start. And admitted it, I think you would actually be more of, pardon the term, you'd be more of a man. You know, what is it, um, what has your parents always told you when you were a kid? You know, tell the truth. Be, be a man, tell the truth. Own your mistake. 
because once you own it, then you can learn from it. But if you stand there and deny, 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 as the facts are piling up to bury you, but you still continue to stand by your lies. Yeah. You're not helping your case. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, we gotta, uh, yeah, we're going to see about wrapping in just a second. But uh, Joe, I think uh, if if you're rubbing a couple of pieces together, it's coming straight through your mic. If oh, that's you. Sorry. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, here to go um, real quick, and then I'm going to get Bridget. Yeah, and yeah. So, Dallin, you were saying about you didn't find Al Franken to be all that funny. Um, Colbert had a good quip. Uh, I think it was Friday night. Said because uh, uh, Franken supposedly said that his conduct was uh, quote meant to be funny, but obviously it wasn't. And Colbert said, "No, no, no." Stuart saves his family was meant to be funny, but wasn't. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just his, his particular brand of stuff. I just I, never found it. I liked the 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 sketch on SNL. I never saw the movie, and I never had any inclination yeah. to do so. And well, his. I don't know. Um, I, yeah. His books, uh, Lies and the Lying Liars That Tell Them, and uh, Rush Limbaugh is a Big Fat Idiot. I listened to both audiobooks that he narrated, and they were great. And at the time, I didn't really know too much about Republican versus liberal versus conservative versus right. whatever. Um, I mean, he he went after the Bush family quite a bit. and I Or no, was it the Bush? Yeah, it was the Bush family quite a bit. And I thought, gee, you know, why is he being so hard on him? I thought they actually did a pretty good job. But then I started reading a bit more. And I'm like, holy crap, that family's full of monsters. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And Bridget, you've been noticeably quiet about a lot of a lot of these pieces. So anything you want to string up before we get out of here? Well, um, I'm still trying to puzzle out my feelings on all of the things that have come out in the last couple of weeks. Um, A lot of people are saying that Al Franken should resign because that would be the right thing to do and and all that. But on the other hand, um, you know, what about Trump? He has gotten away with it. He publicly admitted it and nothing happened to him. And then you have Roy Moore. And I think the message that we're sending to people is if you happen to fess up to it and apologize, then it's going to ruin your career. So you're stupid to say anything. And I don't think that's the right message. We shouldn't be sending that. uh, But the the fact is, too, is that, um, you know, okay, yeah, it's going to ruin your career, but so is denying it on a stack of Bibles. So, But, But it's not, though. That's the thing. The yeah, people who were denied, 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 we know that they're lying. Nothing is happening to them. Well, not yet. I mean, the, the, the more is still denying, but it's not over. Yeah, like, yeah but like, it sounds like he's may still get elected anyway. So, you know, yeah. it's, well, it's like, what's the, the use? Then that goes to the fact that the people are stupid. People are and stupid. That, yeah, and that they're more interested in not voting correctly like they, they want to toe the line they, they want you know to keep the party they want to be like that alabama mayor my daddy voted republican and my granddaddy voted republican and his daddy yeah. voted republican and i better vote republican yeah although I, i'm this pretty sure it's okay if it's our pervert 
Yeah, exactly. And that, that is entirely the wrong message. And that has to stop. And if that means every pundit, every comedian, every uh, meme maker out there um, gets out there and basically gets, gets a hold of this stuff and calls it all out. You know what? Great. And you know what? If a few Democrats have to also be called out so that it shows that justice truly is blind, so be it. Because quite frankly, if you're done wrong, you should pay the price. I don't care what color your, your stripes are. Um, the law is the law. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point for us to uh, uh, close this out because I've got three three quick points that I'm going to uh, drop to close it all out with. Um, just before we do that, though, uh, Trippin had asked, uh, "Whatever came of the girl suits against Trump?" At this point, truth be told, I don't know. A lot of it has been buried under a lot of other shit, unfortunately, at this point. Yeah. But the, it, it's it's still there and it's still festering and. It's still freaking creepy as hell because, um, yeah. Anyway, my three points really quickly. Tech had pointed out due process, and he's absolutely right and exactly right. It's exactly what should be. Due process is the way that it's supposed to work. That if you are not brought in front of a court and found guilty, you are not necessarily innocent, but not guilty. Remember, there's a big difference. Innocent means you had nothing whatsoever to do with it. They got the wrong person. Not guilty could mean that they can't prove that you went against the law, which is a weird wiggle room area, which is freaking annoying as hell. But OJ Simpson. Uh, so you know, keep this in mind for later. Do I think that these people should be behind bars? If these allegations are true, maybe, again, there's a lot of mitigating circumstances for a lot of reasons, not the least of which is, um, truth be told, I don't think I would want Roy Moore behind bars. I wouldn't necessarily want that death on my conscience. <laughs> oh, think about yes. that a minute. Yes, I know mm -hmm. exactly what you're referencing. So let's, let's, does that mean that justice should not be done? Oh, hell no. But at the same time, I'm really concerned for the guy's well-being and future going forward. Item two, there is another mitigating factor in all this. This guy sounds like he has been a predator. And using what Dallin had said about having all this drunk on power thing going on, yeah, but there's also the possibility that this guy is even worse than that. He's a scavenger scooping up the little pieces that are available just because he can. Again, if these allegations are true and if they can be proven, but the problem of it is we've also got that small problem of a statue of limitations and yeah. there is reason for that to be. And I understand that, but at the same time, there has got to be, a little piece of social consciousness where if there's smoke, it could just be flash paper. Sure. But there's a certain point where there's enough smoke in enough little places where you have to look around and kind of go, 
Huh. I might be in the middle of a wildfire. I think I might be. Maybe. And item last. Roy. Mr. Moore. Judge Moore. May I call you fuckface? Fuckface, let me let me explain this. <laughs> let me explain this to you. And better yet, let me explain this to all the people that have to go into the voting booths in order to vote for your ass, to even consider it. Let's set aside partisan politics for a second. Let's set aside the possibility of you being a child predator. Let's set aside all the other bullshit for a second. Let's deal with something that makes sense. Money. How much money did your state have to pay lawyers in order for them to find out that you were against the law, that you set out illegal shit, and you went against the highest court in the country, the one that said all law stems from our interpretation of the Constitution, the one that you swore an oath to uphold. How much money? Because I guarantee fucking to you, before very long, somebody is going to find those numbers. Somebody's going to look that up. And somebody's going to come out with an actual itemized bill that says, hey, do you know what this could have fed into instead? How many hot lunches for kids in school that need them? How many books for school districts? How many school districts? How many teachers? How many qualified teachers with experience? How many buses could have been fixed up? How much infrastructure could have been improved upon? How many hot lunches for people on Meals on Wheels? Could that have done? How much money, Roy? Think about that fuckface. And more importantly, whoever it is that's running against you, I sure as hell hope that they find out about this and they go, let's fire up Excel and find out exactly how much it is. As always, everyone, thank you very much for being with us. We hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and weren't put aside too much by tonight's uh, vocabulary choices. Yeah, this was not one that we would normally have gone ahead and, and used such colorful language. But you know what? You start talking about um, kids and endangering them. Gloves are off. Because um, kids, man, you don't. You don't fuck with kids, figuratively or literally. Some of us have strong opinions on the matter. Can't imagine yes. why. And so, some of us have concealed carry permits. Yeah. Funny how that works. So, <laughs> Not in this country. No, uh, uh, no, but but let's face it, Eric, going up here, we've got um, hockey sticks. Yeah. Um, yep, hockey sticks, pickup trucks, bats, bush yeah, bumpers. Yep. You got um, uh, you got uh, curling stones, 
Uh, blades, blades on 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 those hockey sticks. I, I understand they can do I, a, ice a job on on jugular. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm actually the, the curling stones. That okay, we're kind of getting into catapult territory there. We but have I'm a thinking. lot of wood chippers up here, don't we? Yeah, well, we got them over in Fargo, North Dakota too. You're forgetting your know. single greatest mm-hmm. asset: the mm-hmm. snow, beaver. <laughs> oh, That's true. That's true. Yes. Yeah. So let's let's keep that in mind. Catapulting <laughs> beaver. So let's say goodnight to everybody just, around the board. Under no tech. Board. Thank you very much, man. You have yourself a good sleep, and uh, I hope everything went well for you last week. Yeah, um, last week was uh, it. it um, you came back in one piece. That's the important part. Yeah, and got to see Thor Ragnarok too. Yes, dude, that was funny. Very funny. So uh, more so mean, than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So th- does this mean that you are now uh, a Thorian? Or are are you still uh, antitheist? Because I mean, you've you've now met sort of two two gods. I'm just saying there is more proof for Thor's existence than there is for Yahweh. Yes, that's that's a good point. That's a good point. Although um, although uh, Hulk has proved otherwise for uh, Loki, so some people get puny <laughs> god. Yes, Joey. Thank you, man. You have yourself a, a good. Uh, well, uh, I'm assuming you're probably going to go back and nap out again. Probably. But thanks for your time, man. But uh, yeah, no problem. It's what I do: sleep and show up late, fashionably. <laughs> you still want you know, That's the important part. This may be different state by state, but on a federal level, I'm actually surprised at that there is no, uh, you know, that there's a statute of limitations on this kind of thing. There, there are only six things that have no statute of limitations in the U.S., federally speaking. Murder, fraud and embezzlement, war crimes, kidnapping, treason, and not paying back your federal student loans. Yeah. No, yeah. seriously, that is actually... Yeah. No, I believe you. I'm just like, yeah, that figures. <laughs> you, you, you can be a, a, a sick fuck, you know child molester but heaven help you if you don't pay your loans back fair enough Bridget thank you very much for your time hon you have yourself a uh, well enjoy going back to sleep and, and knowing full well that yay your governor is still a fucker uh, yeah sorry I really shouldn't have died. I mean if you're going to be going back to sleep man, I, I, I really shouldn't be sending you to sleep with feeling like that I'm sorry Sorry. Uh, Pink fluffy unicorns dancing <laughs> on rainbows. No. <laughs> oh, God damn it. If I get, so help me if I gotta put that into the show notes, I will I will hang you out to dry later. Uh, just might at that. Heretic woman, thank yes. you very much, hon. And uh of course, do all the things because you know, I'm sure that you've already got your next show all lined up for yourself. I do. I do. Holy you, shit. You, okay. You, uh, you you may have actually seen I actually put out the announcement last night already. I might have at that. Yes, because we are talking to one Corvus Nocturnum of the Church of Satan, who which is not the Satanic Temple, and that's one of the things that we want to get into. 
because when we did our show about uh, the mazes and monsters and the whole anti-D&D satanic panic shit, we realized that there's still a lot of confusion about which group is which and who believes what. And so uh, we're going to talk to Corvus Nocturnum tomorrow night and uh, talk about what the church of Satan is and who he is and what they do and all of that. And he's actually got quite a resume. He's been on, uh, what have we got? Beth wrote this all out for me, but uh, he's been on like CNN and, been on been to dragon con and a and e and just yeah so we're we're kind of excited about that it's pretty cool so that's uh tomorrow well now tomorrow monday at 7 30 p.m eastern and we're no longer daylight sailings time crap so just regular eastern standard time yes yeah, so on, that's on the trailer park our channel which yes. you can find at trailerpark.com and reminder, that's uh, that's uh, plus five UTC. Remember that now. Um, that's sure. important. Sure. Trust, I, trust I, me, I, I I do because I, I had to look that shit up. I, I'm sure you did. Yes, I did. And Dallin, of course, again, it's good to have you back. And um, back. <laughs> I I hope that uh, I hope that all all that ibuprofen has did a wonderful job of 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 uh, helping all the muscle tension go away. Yes. The, 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 nerves have finally gone back to a state of normality. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm again, back to my usual high functioning, non drug addled self. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it's just, uh, it, it's been a bit of an adventure these past couple of weeks. Um, just kind of getting used to, um, the new place. Um, and kind of what the implications of it are like, you know, this is no longer a rental. This is, a purchase an investment if you will um so yeah it's it's been fun but you know it's things have calmed down now i'm i'm kind of getting back to normal so you know time to get back to work so to speak <laughs> and of course uh folks who have been enjoying the audio version of the podcast can thank dallin directly Yes, that's over at uh, holycraftthevlogcast.com where you can uh, download each of the audio version of this um, of the show. Um, granted, you'll miss some of the sight gags, but, uh, you know, still it's good, you know, if you want to plug your uh, plug your earphones in and kind of zone out for a couple of hours during your commute or yeah. whatever. Yeah, funny enough, I was actually, uh, I was actually chatting up with uh, a couple of folks in uh, Second Life just yesterday yeah just yeah. yesterday that uh they were saying that maybe there is room enough for one of the uh let's call it a pet project of of mine or, or something that i've wanted to do for a long time that uh, maybe out in arizona might be worthwhile because you know plenty of room out there lots of land and maybe there's even a radio station that's up for sale that i could conceivably well there is there is a rather nice plot of land uh, about 12 miles north of nowhere, Arizona. Yeah. And yes, that is a place. Nice. Well, I, I have to look at that. Any, anyway, the, the area that they were talking about was uh, west uh, about 60-ish miles from Las Vegas. And I'm just like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I looked up the uh, I looked at the numbers. The high, the recorded highest high in July was 117.1 Fahrenheit. But you won't have any snow to shovel, dude. 
Hundred? Did, wait, did, did I say one hundred seventy? One hundred seventeen. Yeah. God, what the fuck did I just say? No, no, you said one hundred seventeen. Yeah, okay. you did. I thought, I thought, in for some reason, in my head, I said one hundred seventy-one in my head. No, well, that's kind of what I was wondering because I've been to Oklahoma when it was higher than that. Yeah, one hundred seventeen is not that bad. Yeah, yeah, you you say that, and yet I'm I'm still worried about the tires of my car exploding after melting. Yeah. yeah, no, no, you you do make an interesting point. The point, the, the other point though, is that yes, one seventeen is stinking ass hot. Um, but it could be worse. T- tell you what, you buy the station, I'll move down there and man it. Just so long as you don't ask me what the pet project is, I'll tell you guys after the show because this is not something <laughs> I want. This is not something I want to. I want to put out there. Yeah, when Judith says pet project, I start to get worried. You yeah, should, me because too. you know exactly me where too. I'm. You, you almost know exactly where I'm going. So those of you that have been watching, by the way, uh, thank you very much, uh, Trippin, Stephanie, and uh, who else did we have earlier? Devin. Devin. Yes, there you are. You didn't time in I'm the tripping. whole time. You know. Yep. Not I did once, people. and I didn't okay. catch on to it because not what I was expecting, but hi. Yes, so there's that. So thank you all for uh, – oh, the reason why I brought that up is that um, the station in question was the one that Art Bell used to own. <laughs> it turned over to somebody else, and I was thinking to myself, hmm, that would be uh, – that would be – that would be fun. Buy the station and then completely flip the programming. <laughs> I love that, but that, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, plus, I, I already know what what I do as far as to music is concerned. I would go to every secondhand store that I could find all the seventy eight and ninety eight speed records from the nineteen teens and twenties and thirties and record those because fuck all in copyright at that point because public fucking domain, baby. Uh, yep. I can make it easier for you. Try me. Triple W dot archive.org. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I know. I know. I know. Where do you that's think I get the, some of my uh, Jack mini stuff? Yeah, exactly. And that's where you'll find a lot of those 78s and stuff that you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. And for those of you that are wondering 78, yeah. 12 inch platters, 78 speed records. Yep. You don't know what 78 speed records are. Oh, you poor guy. <laughs> 98. Yes. 98. Back before they had a standard. Oh, but, the the Edisons that were like a quarter of an inch thick. That's the ones back when yep. they were shellac. So, if you need any of the links for all the stuff that we do, like Dallin mentioned, holycrapthevlogcast.com would be love for you guys to check us out over there. And of course, we do have the Facebook page, and all the links that you need are there. We'd love to have more people chiming on over on the Facebook side because you know numbers, a little bit of van- just a little bit of vanity for change just a little bit so thank you guys if however you'd like to leave a voicemail message phone number is 859-4288-554 859-HCTV-554 and if you do feel so inclined you can actually donate over at patreon.com slash hctv i was going to do something similar with paypal but somebody else has already got hctv the fucker all right fine whatever <laughs> got there first whatever we'll see about that but in the meantime um, I think next week we're going to, uh, I think that we kind of touched on something that we should probably talk about next week, which is what Dallin talked about, um, being drunk on power. 
I think that's something that we should really talk about because um, even though we didn't hit the um, the atheist angle on a lot of this stuff, I think you guys kind of got the point. Yeah, there's been a little bit more of a, uh, a a drive towards talking about the atheist hat that we talked about with uh, with Dave motherfucking photo way back when. Yes, I got it right, Joey. Don't give me shit. Um, <laughs> I I think I think um, I think I'm going to be steering a little bit more that way to make sure that we kind of stay on base with some of that because we've gotten away from that and it's it's something that i think we need to kind of make sure that we get along with a little bit more but if there is something that you want us to touch on a little bit further uh, like i said somebody already said you know let's talk about scientology sometime Uh, we'll we'll see what we can get specifically about that that's that's i'm not losing that one i'm kind of putting it out there because well it forces me to make sure that we end up talking about that in the near future. So we will see about that. In the meantime, before we get out, of course, thank you all for being part of this all. I know full well that American Thanksgiving is coming up next week before our next show. Those of you that are going to be traveling, safe travels, no matter where you go, no matter who you're with, please don't hurt anybody. We know full well how these family get-togethers can get sometimes. (laughs) Don't start shit unless it's your own house. Because then you can tell them, my house, my rules. Or get the fuck out. I had to do that to people once before. They didn't like that. But I digress. Still, no matter where you go or who you're going to be with, safe travels. We are going to be looking forward to having you guys back again very soon. And... On behalf of the entirety of HCTV, we are thankful for you. And we are thankful that you find something worthwhile in what we do. Because Lord only knows. How many voices do we have? Not fucking enough of them. We're glad and proud to be one of those voices out there for you all. You take very good care of yourselves. As always, I wish you all the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My Fujin, it's always 12 plus years on. I am still in love with you. Matane Fujin. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. As always, till the next time we get together, everyone, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.